hit the button. Brandon, we have sure. we have breaking news, which will not be breaking by the time you hear this, actually, but I'm I'm going to say I'm gonna pretend. Um so this is coming from WWE after Monday Night Raw. Uh, yeah. WWE statement on Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yes. <clears throat> and I quote, when Sasha Banks and Naomi ri- arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis's office with yes. their suitcases in hand. Yes. Placed their tag team championship belts on his desk. Yes. And walked the fuck out. Uh, yes. Editorializing here. They did not say the fuck out in, in there. Well, we don't know. So um, they claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. Yes. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents even though they'd had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. That is only cited in the WWE press release, not anything directly from uh, Sasha and Naomi. So the uncomfortable portion of it is speculative, at least as at least it was as of this morning when I heard the story break. Okay. Uh, Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Um, I am not up on my uh, WWE carny lore, uh, but I don't know if they've admitted in public in a press release that it's it's scripted before like that. And I could just yeah. not be paying attention to it. Yeah, that's that was the whole thing after uh, God way back in the fucking 90s where Vince was like, this is a television show. Like this was, you know, Tim pulling the curtain back. It's it's sports entertainment. The entertainment, entertainment portion, right? Like the entertainment portion states that these are storylines. These are performers that are performing matches. You know, this is predetermined entertainment. Mm-hmm. They're doing a TV show. They're doing it live. It is dangerous. Still, it's really fucking impressive when it's good. It's great. Yeah. When it's bad, it's fucking trash. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that was the statement from WWE. I had not yeah. watched Raw, so I, I, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Was, I, I heard, was this actually I, shown on, on TV? No, but they referenced it openly, um, which had a lot of people thinking that it was work. But to my understanding, uh, and I am paraphrasing from my uh, watch of the What Culture Wrestling uh, video news story about this this morning. They were talking about, I believe it is uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select stated that apparently they were frustrated with the storyline uh, because basically Naomi was supposed to win the six pack challenge to challenge Bianca Belair for the belt to then lose it. And basically undo all of the hard work that they had done as tag team champions. Cause the argument being is like, why haven't they defended their tag team championships? Where is the rest of the competition? What else is going on? Why are you not building a storyline? Yeah. Why is it? They apparently proposed the idea of um, supposed to be Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, which poor Piper Niven, like, Jesus Christ. She is a fucking 10 as far as a wrestler and gets paired with the name Dewdrop. Like, fuck oh. off with that shit. Anyway, so oh. so the Scottish connection of uh, of Nikki A.S.H. Um, and, and Dewdrop had been feuding with them since Mania. And Naomi's thought process is that one of the two of them should get involved and fuck up the actual match causing the real feud to be basically, hey, you got this turned away from me and them saying, no, 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 you need to pay attention to the competitors in front of you. You needed to be defending this belt. And once their ideas were shot down by WWE Creative, they then said, fine, if you're not going to respect all the hard work and the fact that we managed to get over with these belts that you clearly don't give a shit about, we're just going to go home. (laughs) You don't need us. Yeah. Well, the... The tag, the women's tag division 
isn't that deep to begin with. Like, no, it's it's not. But the point being is that they managed to get the fucking thing over a belt that nobody cares about. Yeah. Or sorry, a set of belts that nobody cares about. Yeah. In a division that nobody's spending any time with. And they're working their ass off to get this thing over and make it popular, which frankly, WWE should be over the moon about that somebody cares about this in spite of everything else. And yeah. they still can't be bothered. <laughs> and when creative people Look, and here's the thing that that I stand with. This were Roman Reigns. If there was, if this were John Cena, this wouldn't be an argument, right? For sure. And there's an argument I think to be had that Sasha Banks, and I heard this also in What Culture this morning, and I can't really argue it. Is Sasha Banks is arguably one of, if not the most complete female wrestler on the WWE roster at the moment. She's been consistently hot. She puts on. Full on Dave Meltzer level five star matches, and we fucking know it. She's a proven commodity, and apparently the actual ratings numbers go up when she's in segments. She's been in the Mandalorian. She's been in other things. She's going to continue to do acting. She's she a draws. Draw. She's a she draw. Draws eyes to the product, and Inkable you draw. Belt. You have a belt on her, and why wouldn't you utilize that? Why are you not going to cash in on that? And the fact that she is spending this time trying to promote a tag team belt when she should be in the main event picture all the fucking time, but the fact that she's doing the tag team thing, I think there's a fair argument to be said of, don't disrespect me, bitches. Like, I'm the fucking number one. I should be number one. Yeah. Like, Becky... Becky's great. Becky was super hot, 2018, 2019. But Becky had a kid. Becky fell off. Becky needs to build herself back up again. Asuka is great, but they never really let Asuka do what Asuka needs to do. They cut her yeah. off at the knees. Yeah. And now she's more of a comedy act. And she's a credible threat. But until they let her take the fucking training wheels off and fucking go after people, no one thinks Asuka is going to win the title. Yeah. You know I mean, like it's yeah, it's just not going to happen. And that that made me so sad when they called her up because like she had she had the belt, she was hot as fire, she was undefeated. They brought her up and like she could have she could have been the next Goldberg in the sense of the most dominating force in the entire division. Yeah, and frankly, in the history of women's wrestling, and they just and they cooled and the her fans down. were behind it and doing yeah. me like Oscar's gonna kill you. <laughs> like the fucking crowd was so behind it, and it was so natural. Yeah, and she did what Goldberg managed to do for a different reason. She managed to convey a story. It was, it, she did the same thing that Nakamura figured out how to do. They figured out how to work an American audience using body language. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is such an amazing skill that by the time we realized that maybe their mic skills as far as an American audience aren't, you know, Dwayne Johnson, fine. Yeah. Because half the fucking roster doesn't have that skill set. <laughs> yeah, then but they, they can get over other they ways. They can get over right. They can get over it in other ways. They're naturally oh, why the fuck are you fighting them? Yeah. But like Charlotte's out for a while by choice, and you've got a fucking vacuum here. Why wouldn't you utilize it? Why? It makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah. Have have we heard from have we heard like Sasha and Naomi's side of the thing? No, I know they're on social media, but I don't know. No, to my understanding, they've been quiet about it. My guess is that they had a bit of a standoff. They probably were like, no, we're gonna take our our property, we're gonna take our physical selves and go home. They they were probably like, if you do this, we're gonna tell everybody that you quit and you took your ball and you went home. And they probably went, okay. <laughs> and they probably made the decision of if we say nothing, everyone assumes the worst of WWE. That that's for damn sure. So if they say nothing and they don't defend themselves and don't give anyone any fodder, yeah, and just say, no, we weren't happy with the story and we took our ball and we went home. That sets a precedent for other fucking wrestlers. The other yeah. thing to bear in mind is this kind of shit's been happening recently. Across wrestling, the pandemic is over in the sense of entertainment and sports entertainment. So when you are a sports entertainer, 
and you are at that level, and I'm referring also to MJF in this sense in AEW, mm-hmm. you're going to call your shot. You're going to be like, no, I can take my property elsewhere. Yeah. I know I'm marketable. Yeah. You're, you're not giving me healthcare. You still call me a contractor. I have no retirement savings. So if you're not going to respect me, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. If, I, if you're not going to respect a division that I am putting over, right. we are putting over right. a division that people give a shit about now. I'll take my property and go elsewhere. And like in MJF's case, he's openly taunting everyone by talking <laughs> about it on TV. But that's the way he's handling it. Sasha's handling it a little differently. She's taken breaks for mental health. She's taken willing breaks about this stuff like yeah Yeah. naomi there's going to be an awkward moment here because her husband is one of the usos and they are on their way to potentially being the longest reigning tag team provided that they don't surpass the new day but they're family with roman and roman's going back to part-time schedule because he has other things he wanted he wants to pursue yeah if you don't want to lose your cash crop you need to fucking get your shit together and realize that you don't have the bargaining chips that you think you do. Yeah. You're going to lose your talent. And Sasha's a, a it's like a one, two punch because not only is she a bankable WWE star, now she is on a fucking hit show. And like, imagine Sasha showing up in the show again. And instead of saying like WWE Sasha Banks, it's AEW Sasha Banks, or it's like, um, New Japan, Japan. New or Japan Impact, Impact, or Impact, or any of these other companies, or not using the name Sasha Banks at all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, it, it makes all the sense in the world for Sasha and Naomi to just be like, "Fuck y'all." Yeah, and I and I, and I hope it like I know it's going to work out for Sasha. She's going to land on her feet. I hope it also works out for Naomi because like. I imagine one, Naomi's probably done pretty well for herself. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm pretty sure she could go anywhere she wants to, realistically, if she if she so desired. Yeah. I think there is a very real factor of the Uso issue because eventually if you mistreat one of the Uso's wives, yeah. there's going to be consequences for that. <laughs> uh, and that's that's family. <laughs> Creative differences are one thing, but like disrespect a man's wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's going to go somewhere, right? Like, so who knows how that's going to work out? And if you piss off the Usos, you're going to piss off Roman. And if you piss off Roman, your tribal chief is going to take his stupid pepper necklace and go somewhere else. No, he's, he's probably going to start dictating about adding the blood, adding to the bloodline and bringing both of them in. Yeah. What stops him from telling everybody, hey, they're part of my faction now. Yeah. <laughs> like he walks out on, on TV, right? Yeah. He walks yeah. out on SmackDown. Yeah. And they happen to walk through the crowd. <laughs> what then? Yeah. 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 Like, cause all we need to do is find out what the fucking uh, Samoan word for sister is. And they could be, uh, you know the whatever that is sisters and then you've got a ladies tag team as part of the faction and all of a sudden you've got a women's division in the bloodline yeah that that's it but it's that simple <laughs> yeah. no one no one is going to be confused because like it, it'd be like well this makes sense sasha's gonna pair herself with the best guy out there in roman mm-hmm. and we know naomi's connection so fuck it that's canon yeah so oh my god all right there's strength in numbers now is there a possibility this is a work? This is a work. And now for, for those who are unfamiliar with wrestling terms, 60% work, a work is a predetermined storyline done by the company. Everything like it's the, the matches are predetermined. The storylines are predetermined. Even if it sounds like it's, it's like, Oh my God, they're doing that. No, it's, it's all predetermined. A shoot is off the cuff, improvised, not scripted, uh, not televised, not telegraphed. Well, not, not telegraphed. So yeah. like it's it's it's, it's uh, un- real shit. Unplanned it's planned on live TV, yeah. real shit that they can't get around. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like I 
Is it nefarious enough to be a work? Yes. Mm-hmm. It feels too well written to be a work for WWE. Yeah. Unless Paul Heyman wrote it. <laughs> He's still on creative. So <laughs> no, I mean, he just works with Roman Reigns. He's yeah. his mouthpiece. He's not on creative to my understanding. Oh, he's not. Oh, no. I so was- if he just proposes this idea of let's create the strongest faction in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> what if, what if it's a work between uh, the Usos, Roman, uh, Sasha, and Naomi and Heyman, but the rest of the company doesn't know that they've worked? No, with- no, no. That's going into business for yourself. You don't do that. That's <laughs> that's its own thing. No, I, I, I'm saying if this is a work, this is a nobody says anything publicly and you let Heyman pull the strings from behind everything. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, all they have to do is have Corey Graves mention that, you know, they were unprofessional or, you know, you have an obligation or whatever it is and create this little bit of animosity by the voice of the company, Mm -hmm. letting the idea that, you know, Vince is in Corey's ear or Michael Cole's ear, whomever's ear voicing this opinion to then have this happen or sorry, not on SmackDown on Monday night raw, but yeah, like you can have them switch over. Yeah. What's shops on from showing up on Friday? That's that's true. I mean, like, are the are the promotions run separately or are they coordinated? In to my understanding, they are separate and going to remain separate because of the TV deals that the TV networks have negotiations about certain talent um, and desires of talent and what have you. So, like, they don't get so much lateral uh, ability. So, like, that's why I think they were never really going to unify the belts and what have you. And it's been very hit or miss on Roman's appearances and yada, yada, yada. So Um, have have any of the other has any of the other talent weighed in on this or has everyone just nothing I know of? I think everybody's been really quiet, which tells me one of two things. It's a work or it's completely shoot and nobody wants to get fired about it. I I have a. Yeah, because that uh, (laughs) no word means both. Or either, or either, but in a very extreme, <laughs> like, yeah. if it's a work, it's excellent. If it's a shoot, holy shit. Right, right, right. And the only, the only, re- like, the only surprise that I would have about it being a work is they're now fully, if they manage to pull that off, that means that either the wrestling media like your Sean Ross Saps, you know, your well-known people yeah. of credible ilk are reporting on this, which means they managed to finally feed them a bullshit story that they bit on. <laughs> and that seems crazy to me. Yeah. Because they're suspect as fuck. They they are the re- the wrestling uh the wrestling press tends to like really dig into and like right. Just, well, because they got nothing else to do. Yeah. So like <laughs> They're very good. I, if, right. if, if no one else is talking about it, it seems like it might be a work. If, if it just or happened it seems, and then yeah. WWE reported it, fine. Yeah. The fact that it was reported by Fightful and a few others, that's, you know. If, if but, no one, if I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I misspoke. It seems like it could be real. Like if no one, if like if the, right. the wrestlers and, aren't talking about it, it seems like it could be, could be a shoot, could be real shit. Right. Like yeah. Right. Bad. Don't badness. fucking say anything. Don't get yourself in trouble. You don't have that kind of of sway. Yeah. Roman's the only one, and he's not going to bother because he's trying to take a step away. He's not going to pick a fight with Vince. Like, yeah. Because yeah. because the wrestlers will get on the Twitter and they will just snipe at each other. And just like, right. But like, it, this is the other thing too. Is this might be a thing of like they don't want to. For all we know, this could be an issue with John Laurinaitis. Because mm. I've heard he's a douchebag. So it could just be old Johnny Ace told them the wrong thing, decided to stand his ground because he thought he was a tough guy and didn't realize who he was fucking with. Yeah. Who, who's making the money? Right. Yeah. Vince is cutting the checks, but who's, who's yeah, signing I, up? I get it. You're fucking the Bella's mom. Good for you. You don't matter anymore. Yeah. Old skateboard Johnny Ace don't mean shit. Jada. God damn. Yep. I, I wish uh, Sasha and Naomi the best. Yes, I'm sure they're going to figure this shit out. 
Yes, I, I hope they stand. I hope they stand their ground. I hope yeah. they have demands. Yeah. I hope one of those demands is to change your name from Dewdrop to anything the fuck else. <laughs> um, <laughs> just deserves better. Um, <laughs> la, 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 la. Well, and I hope some of the other wrestlers on that level, like, are in a position where they could stand up for themselves and like. I think Charlotte would be the only one. Becky's not going to fight that because Seth Rollins is such a company guy. Becky ain't going to fucking push that. They're going to have jobs forever if they keep their nose down and they stay out of that fight. Crawford. Crawford Jesus is, is not going to go fucking anywhere. And he made that very clear. And he proved himself to be a loyalist with the Cody Rhodes thing. And that ended up working out for the best for everybody in the end. Yeah. So why reinvent the wheel that way? I makes total sense to me. I'm still fucking blown away with Cody coming back. Right. <laughs> right. But like, so realistically, I mean, that woman's roster, uh, Ronda Rousey is a fucking turf ass joke. So yeah. But I don't really care what happens to her. Maybe she's got the clout, but I doubt it, considering they had to talk her down from being all butthurt about the fans and then thinking that she deserves to be out there after Stone Cold for some fucking reason. So she's yeah. on another fucking planet. Yeah. Has she uh, shown up lately or has I she don't like- know. Don't I don't watch weekly. <laughs> I genuinely I don't. Like I keep up with the wrestling news and I watch the premium live events and then that's it like <laughs> realistically I, yeah. I don't have the fucking effort to sit there and watch that shit on peacock or whatever it is the next day yeah like, I, I just don't i don't care that much <laughs> yeah i i agree i really don't <laughs> like sorry but i i just I'm, I'm good i'll watch ups and downs from uh from simon miller over what culture where he like covers the best and the worst mm-hmm. but it's like i know what's going on but eh. so yeah Anyway, that was wrestling corner. That was that was wrestling corner. Nothing else is good, so we nope. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Boy, honey, uh, that's a fucking mouthful. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we will pause for the cause and return. And we're back. Um, Brandon Chalmers. Hey, man, the Gucci. What's the matter? Huh? Podcast Network got you pushing too many pencils. Huh? <laughs> Welcome. What a all. Did you? Did, this has nothing to do with anything. No, but you, you brought up Arnold and it reminds <laughs> me of Predator. And Predator reminds me of a trailer that just dropped or a teaser called Prey, which is a prequel to the Predator series, takes place way back in the day, um, and it's a uh, a Comanche tribe hunt- uh, being hunted by the Predator. The good thing, the the interesting thing about this movie is that the cast and crew are uh, indigenous and First Nations people. So, like, oh, cool! So, no Borscht Belt comedians then. Yeah, it's so outstanding. So the 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 uh, possibility of fuckery. Well, I'm not going to say it's low because it is still a Hollywood movie. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> honestly, all I want now, now that I know that this is on the table, yeah. now all I want is for people to go back and find old still images, or if you're feeling sassy and you know how to video edit, old footage of the TV show F Troop. <laughs> and I want you to edit in the Predator just slowly <laughs> hunting all of those comedians down because none of them we're native. <laughs> um, but you you should check out this uh, teaser. Yeah, sound, that sounds good. It's perfect. It you hear the sound and you're like, wait, what what right. is this? And then you, God, I just heard clicking. I know this noise. Yeah, and then you see the light and you're like, what is happening? Right. I and know what's happening. And that's all you get. And Fucking Danny Glover get. is getting way too old for this shit. Yeah. God damn and, right. And I hope that's the only thing we get. And then they drop the movie. That's not what we're going to get. We're going to no, get a we're whole gonna thing. We're going to get a ton of fucking teaser after teaser after teaser. And there's going to be like nine minutes of the movie. They're going to show for some fucking reason. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I've, well, I've always loved all the right. series. I'm good with this. Yeah. yeah. I, 
Um, it'll probably show when it comes out. It'll probably show up on Nerds of Color somewhere because, like, cool. There've been some really good interviews. No, I, I, network, I man. yeah, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Keith, fucking, fucking Keith boss has weight. got some goddamn mojo. He like, got weight. He got weight. Can't wear shorts, just like you. <laughs> um, Dick like a baby um. holding an apple, like just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Brandon, can you introduce us like the former California governor? <laughs> Lam, Lam, Maria, welcome, one and all, to the fucking do it cast, part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. Maria! Anyway, so they, they got the Jim and the Gucci's and the Brandon Chalmers, and they got to do a fucking do it cast, and, and then they talk about things, and then they geek out about stuff that probably doesn't have very much right now, with other <laughs> things going on. And anyway, I was the gummy bear of Candy Cornea, and I know how to have a good time with lifting and fitness. And I was on the president's council of fitness way back in the day. George W. Bush holding me up. Anyway. <laughs> It's a podcast. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper of questions and hard knock media podcast. Yes. <laughs> Cross your enemies. See them run before you. No, 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 no. We will not on this podcast see the lamentation of their women. No, no. They have suffered enough. No. God, God damn. damn it. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh my god. Yeah, no, my terrible Schwarzenegger <laughs> aside. Right. Welcome one and all of the fucking do cast, part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. And when I say hard knock media, I mean NOC as in nerds of color. I mean Jamie, not me. I mean Keith, not me. I mean the rest of the podcast network, not me. Now you can find all sorts of rad ass shit, movie reviews, music reviews, all sorts of drops, interviews, culture takes, all sorts of cool things, toy reviews. All sorts of nerdy things. If you are into pop culture or TV or movies or really goddamn anything that involves someone who is possibly related to and or somewhere around in the sphere of nerd of color, we cover it right fucking here. And what I mean by right here, I mean not on this actual podcast because <laughs> we are two fuck knuckles who just happen to joke around about dumb shit. But the rest of the podcast network are a bunch of credible, intelligent, well-spoken human beings who do an amazing job of covering a variety of topics. Now, as far as this show goes, I would like to start by saying I'm sorry. <laughs> Lower the bar now. Because if jumping out of the gate and having wrestling corner wasn't enough of a warning to you that you might not be in a place you want to be, fucking strap in because God only knows what fucking Mr. Wizard over here has for us <laughs> as far as topics, because I do zero prep and he does, I think, a little a little more than zero prep. And then we just fucking ride the lightning into podcast obscurity. So welcome, you baker's dozen of chuckle fucks. Let's do this thing. Jamie, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we... We offhandedly remarked we weren't, we weren't sure what the state of the podcast would be last time we recorded. It was fucking awesome. That's what the state of the podcast is. Un silly ass un Stevens. Unfortunately, one of our listeners reached out and was worried that we were like, we were going to like call no! it like quit. No, so, no, um, I, no, Jesus. No. Yeah. So Vincent Rich reached out to me um, via direct oh, message and he, and he was worried. And I was like, no, no, no. We uh, were just trying to figure out how to, how to record because- yeah. Um, during the panorama, Zoom, and I don't know if this was widely advertised, but if you had a one-on-one -on -one call with somebody, it was unlimited time. So our podcast started at like an hour to an hour and a half to like however the fuck long we wanted to. And we didn't then have to I worry caught about a fish this, this big. big. <laughs> and we didn't have to worry about it because right. um, it, it was only two people talking yep. if you if we had if it was a three-person podcast then we needed somebody who had an actual like subscription paid a paid account so right. that we could go for longer so like when keith is a guest keith hosts it because he has a he has an actual account right so, so last week goddamn greedy ass corporate <laughs> america caught up to the little guy and yeah. tried to shut us down <laughs> and i say nay <laughs> 
They tried to shut down our furdom. Man, Jamie oh, Gucci, I swear to God, I'm back again. Oh, take a big stretch and a bend. All right. So anyway, right. I heard that you were having a hard time with corporate America trying to keep the little man down. Me, my 1900 truckers, we got thrown out of Oakland. Oh, my God. Made our way to Santa Barbara. Nothing happened there. So then I was like, all right, get this. What if we all just kind of fade off into obscurity and then went back and then every so often when we found a cause for justice, we would band together like the Justice League. You know what I mean? Like there'd be like a Peterbilt symbol, like flashed over a sign up in the sky. And like if you happen to be in like a nine mile radius and you happen to see it. You fucking gas up the 18 gears and fucking first, first and a half, second, second and a half, third, third and a half, your way all the way over. And then we gather under this blood moon and then prepare ourselves for fucking 15 ounces of freedom because I'm here to support you and your causes. You hear me? You fucks over at Zoom. You think this is a voice who can't get things assembled? I shut down a two-lane road. Brandon. I almost shut down a two-lane road. Brandon. What? They're coming back. You know, they're they're back you know, at the Hagerstown when, when, Raceway today. <laughs> Brandon Chalmers. They are back. They are back. I didn't know. And now I'm not convinced that I didn't bring them here. They're back. Wait, did they show up before I started being an idiot? They they showed up today. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. So it's not my fault. Oh, today we're All recording right, on when we're recording on Tuesday. They yes. showed up today. They're All right, cool. Well, then, fuck it. I didn't Beetlejuice this shit into life. I didn't Candyman this. This shit ain't on me. Some of them were going to try to go to like a a, a rally in the city. And they what what it. city Hagerstown? Oh, I mean, DC. they were going to oh, I'm sure. DC Why not? Again, and they missed it. But did they just not catch an Uber or something like that? Because they're not going to let the truck in the city. So I don't know. They. The, I I mean, I wish they would. Because the idea of having them get towed is fucking amazing. They they they're back because they accomplished so many things last time. Uh, well, I mean, you know, with gas with fucking diesel at like what, 650 a gallon or whatever it is, fuck yeah. it. Go after it, you guys. Travel around the country. Be heard. I just burn that fucking Kickstarter or GoFundMe money. Fuck it. I just go after know. it. I don't I don't know. I'm just I don't know. Ugh. Go after it. Fucking hell. Anyway, yeah, all right, man. So, <laughs> so what's up? So, so these corporate fucks <laughs> Uh, so we're using we're using Zoom. We have the the basic pro account. Did There's, we pirate bay this thing? <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> you can't. You can't pirate bay this. I don't think you can. Can we lime wire this? <laughs> I so the at the, the risk of making James Hetfield uncomfortable, can we watch. Napster this problem? Did you? I did see. In were, fact, that he seemed very insecure. And asked for a hug, a baba, and reportedly may have had a boom boom on stage. Yes, <laughs> I did see that James Hatfield is a little bitty baby bitch. Well, I didn't see that, but like, oh yeah, I did. A, a while ago, they were they were doing a live concert, like a streaming concert, and yeah. the content ID system flagged them. So as they were like rocking out to whatever it was, and they, the they ended up getting shut out. down by their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> God, <laughs> I hope someone just walked up to Lars in the middle of that fucking set as he's fucking beating on his awful tune drums and he just walks up with an iPad that just says shut down for content restrictions. <laughs> and then he fucking like climbs on a hamster wheel behind his fucking drum set and then just starts taking phone calls about how irate he is about it and then tries to sue some kid in Iowa for, I don't know, for some reason stealing St. Anger, but like it was on a bet more than anything else. So it's yeah. not even his fault. God, St. Anger. 
Jesus Christ. God, remember when we all got duped into pretending like that was going to be a good idea? And then like I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I, I was because I was like, fuck it, man. All right. So they're going through a rough time. It's a transition period. This could be interesting. And then once I, I saw who they hired and I was like, all right. He is cool. I will. Yeah, Robert yeah. Trujillo is great. I'm like, yeah. I could totally get behind this. Maybe this will be halfway decent. And frankly, I didn't shut the fuck up about that. Until you too forced their album on my phone. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, yeah, God. I know. Right. Oh man. Speaking of musicians whose you, chickens have come back to roost. Are we gonna talk about you two again playing no. a fucking concert in the in the tunnel or whatever it is in Ukraine? Because no. like those people haven't fucking suffered enough Somebody, to hear yeah. Bana. Oh. Someone tweeted that out, like, haven't they suffered enough? God damn, like, yeah. Imagine like <laughs> you're fucking wandering through the subway trying to still go to work in a war zone because you're yeah. trying to do the right thing or trying to see your family or whatever it is yeah and here comes bono and i swear to god a man who calls himself and managed to talk everyone else into this the edge <laughs> Like, I thought Sting was fucking ambitious to be named in the present tense, yeah. but fuck you, The Edge. Yeah. To then, like, <laughs> could you imagine wandering through and hearing his fucking awful ass I singing Sunday Bloody Sunday maybe, maybe. while some dickhead with a fucking steady cam starts yeah. doing sweeping shots getting in your way while you're yeah. trying to flee the fucking city? Yeah, like, I... Maybe they're big in Ukraine, but I don't know. I saw that and I was like, sure. All right. In the same way, the scorpions are big in Germany. Like, great. How did no one take that? Like, look, (laughs) Ukraine has done a lot of amazing things, but I think we had an opportunity, a narrow one for somebody to just roundhouse kick Bono in the face, (laughs) like right on a streaming platform. (laughs) <laughs> because honestly who's gonna go after that guy yeah yeah like yeah. yeah right yeah yeah wait sir did you roundhouse kick bono in the face yes yes I did. we've suffered enough <laughs> oh man stares into the camera hucks a molotov cocktail to russian tank walks away world's greatest badass elected president Electing president or whatever <laughs> fucking country they want. Yeah. Don't care. They've yeah. earned it. They've earned it twice. That that person gets to have ice cream for breakfast. May their <laughs> alcohol glass never be empty. Like I all all of the positive that I can cast a, onto a them. Had to use, like I, I like yeah like the idea of just like well every time I hold my hand out I want somebody to hand me a gummy bear like sure okay let's yeah. pay a guy. <laughs> Bill Gates needs to pay somebody to just follow this guy around with <laughs> just fucking duffel bags of gummy bears and the, the just, good ones the, wait, the golden yeah, the haribos uh, the haribos the haribos are the, go- the there's another one like golden harvest or some shit whatever like, it is right, right yeah I, like i want premium. i want something fucking yeah. solid yeah, yeah and yeah. just anytime that dude can be like fuck you russia gummy bear <laughs> gummy bear eats it <laughs> what <laughs> no i did have that in my head <laughs> but as we're going on this music tangent um uh are, are you familiar with a one slow hand? He who was deemed a god uh, many years after he was with the Yardbirds, Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, yes, Sunshine yeah. Of We're your, talking about Eric Clapton. Go ahead. You that motherfucker got COVID. <sighs> and he had to cancel his shows. That anti-mask, anti-vax motherfucker got the Rona. Is he still, is he still sick? Or think, did he... I think he's still sick and he like he had to cancel all those shows. Good. <laughs> Good. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I want to tiptoe my way around this one because I don't want to wish illness or long-term illness or worse on anyone, because that's awful of me. Um but <laughs> um if if he could never play a live show again because his lungs got too fucked up from all of the phlegm and complications from long COVID and he just had to live on his royalty checks and sending, I don't know, tweets out because he has trouble speaking now, I'd be 
kind of okay with that. <laughs> I, I, I know what the answer is because he's going to get like the best treatment in the world that money can buy and everything. He'll be fine. Right. I wonder if this experience will cause him to self-reflect. And I know what the answer is. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> Why would it? I don't know. He'll probably, he'll probably write a song about like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what it's going to be probably called is nothing to fear. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, mother! Nothing oh. to fear, my girl. Oh my God! I got long going. Down, 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 down. Yeah, where he rips off some other fucking old Buddy Rich song or something like that because he yeah. can't actually write any original music oh. anymore. And it's gonna be so bad, right? You're yeah, right. it's you're right. You're right. Well, yeah, of course. You're right. I want like I, um, I Jamie. If we're talking about. People being consistently shitty and the bad ideas that stem from people being consistently shitty. I'm your dude. Like I am the Miss Cleo (laughs) of fucking shithead white guy, bad ideas after suffering a trauma. Like, uh, what did you call me now for your free reading? What what did you say was going to be called? Uh, I, I I don't even remember. Not that bad. Not that bad. Uh, that bad uh i'm i'm calling it episode 143 (laughs) wait how far out is that uh we are oh that's that's this episode yeah we this is this episode brandon calls it clapton will write a song about his covid experience how about clap tons of fun call called (laughs) Clap tons of fun. What what did we say? What did you say it was going to be called? It's not uh, that bad. I yeah, either like not that bad or uh no reason to fear. Oh, that's what it was. No reason to fear or some shit like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No reason to fear. All right. Yeah. I'm we're I'm putting this in the show notes. Cool. Uh, so when when Clapton does write his song about it, because he did a song about like freeing your face. Right. Yeah. Right. Because because God forbid poor Eric Clapton is so oppressed that by having to wear a mask in whatever the fuck. I don't know where in England, but I'm going to pick a town I've heard of that sounds pretentious, but probably isn't. So let's say uh in beautiful Chipping Norton, uh, <laughs> Chipping Norton. <laughs> that, good. that Eric Clapton That's good. That's good. in some sort of in some sort of like giant fucking topiary garden with a goddamn Taylor guitar is just whining into the fucking uh, thing like it's him and uh, and fucking Cabo Wabo himself, uh, Sammy Hagar, fucking just oh Wabo, right? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, like just him just doing the like, I can't believe I have to wear a mask. And then be like, I can't believe I can't drive 55. Like, just <laughs> when will this government oversight stop? Wow. wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It needs to stop right now. Wow. <laughs> no way. Not tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, anyway, Vincent yeah. re- reached out. Uh, to see what was up, and then I thank told you, him Vincent. What was up, and then he offered to sponsor us, and I was like, "Whoa, oh, that's very nice." And but like, you know, we we love that you listen. That's way more important to us. Because, yes, like- genuinely, yeah. <laughs> like I, I like I, we've joked around before. We're yeah. doing the show for like us and the boss and Vincent. Like, and, yeah. there's no confusion <laughs> here. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> you're you are number one, dude, my dude. Like, yeah. know this. Yeah. So. Uh, the fact that the fact that you reached out, Vincent, thank you so yeah. much. Um, wow. And Jeez. it is very thoughtful for you to offer to host us. Maybe yeah. sometime. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Response. Where the fuck were the rest of you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like 13 of you cucks and only one of you steps up. <laughs> one. We did one. I mean. Jesus Christ, I'll carry that guy around like a fucking Dave Chappelle bit moving forward. But I swear, <laughs> fuck the rest of you, okay? All right? 
maybe if uh Cucks? god damn it maybe a couple of years down the road when we week. can clone vincent and actually have ourselves a proper group of fans <laughs> well when when we feel confident in traveling again and going yes. to multiple places yes we'll take a trip up to canada i don't know where you are but we'll 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 find some place to hang Hell out. Hell yeah. We'll yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about how real letter Kenny totally is and uh, <laughs> drink a puppers and have some fucking poutine. It'll be rad. Poutine, like I'm here for all this street meat. Uh, fucking yeah. Like fuck. Y'all are going to have to start calling me street meat. Yeah, like that's so just Toronto was the first place that I had bubble tea. Well, and, then yeah, that's just so. a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it was at a it was at a um, it was at out. It was at a Outback Steakhouse. It was at a tea house, so they had like Texas Texas toast, Roadhouse, and bubble tea. Yep, yep, and all sorts of snacks. And then we went to a twenty four seven arcade, and it was glorious. And uh, I should have stayed. Apparently, that was was with that was with my previous administration. So that was many moons ago. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, Brandon Chalmers, what are you geeking on? Fucking nothing, man. Like. God, uh, no, that's not true. Um, uh, what is it? We own this city. The oh, the no. HBO show. Yeah, yeah, it's about bomber. Yes, and uh, look, I I don't need to get into it a whole lot, honestly. If you watch The Wire, if you like The Wire, this is going to be up your alley. If you like police dramas that actually show the police not being so great and or quote unquote being. Honest, which I know is a fucking foreign concept. This show is going to be for you. But let's ignore all of that. And let's talk about the one dude who in the first scene was eating a bag of crab chips and then follow that scene up with him wearing a goddamn Baltimore Blast T-shirt. I want this guy to be our gritty. All right. (laughs) <laughs> it's not the hero we need, but it's the one we deserve. And I'll take what I can get. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Yeah. So dope. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to that show. Is it's like it's six, it's gonna be six episodes, or at least I don't know how many episodes. I believe they are on episode number four, um, aired last night. Um, so it is available on the HBO streaming service. Um and it is very good. Very good. That's awesome. That's yeah. good. Yes. I've been looking forward to it. I I love the wire. Yeah. Did you watch um the most recent season of Luther? Um that was a while ago. Has there been a newer one? Like uh whatever one that had he had a different partner. I uh a younger uh black lady. Yeah. So she is part of the district attorney's office or the DOJ's office or whatever it is. She's in this. So it's like you start to recognize also the callbacks, the fucking fucking callbacks of all the people who were on the wire. Holy shit. You are going to blow your fucking top when you start to recognize everybody. But the idea that they get Idris Elba's co-star on Luther to be in this show that could potentially end or should have Idris Elba is a fucking perfect tie-in. It's like somebody went, well, we have to have ties to other people in the thing. And they went, wait, I got it. And they bring (laughs) back a bunch of fucking obscure people and a bunch of like, oh my God, the cruising. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything, but you and I, when you watch it, we're going to be like, holy crap, that guy. I'll be like, I know it's him. It's him. Yeah. So if you watch that fucking, you recognize everybody, I promise you, you will recognize people. So if if you're a wire fan, you're going to fucking love this and eat it up uh i have not watched the will be the fourth episode when i get done here i'm going upstairs and the wife and i are totally going to turn that on and go watch that so it is nice very good nice yes jamie gucci what the fuck are you geeking about um i'm catching up with young justice yes season four yes uh so it's the the latest season um, yes with uh with fandle savage and savage in general and like- and forager and Forager, yeah. Um, <laughs> Zara is all over this fucking show. I know. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, an episode where Halo is talking to her previous host's mother. Yes, it's Zara talking to herself. <laughs> I, 
and like I said, that episode, I got done watching that one. I was like, man, yeah. this show is taking on a fucking lot. And then, and then, uh, Halo talking to Violet or yes. Uh, no, Violet is, Oh, um, Violet is, is Halo's. Yeah. Uh, uh, who is she? Talking Violet about? is, is the secret identity or just street name or whatever it is. Yeah. Halo is the superhero. And then Violet talking to, uh, Harper. Harper or somebody? I don't know. Has her, 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 their girlfriend or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Zara too. So Zara talks ah! to herself throughout the entire. That's episode. awesome. And I'm just like, did you just have a whole day of just? I, good. Make that money. Make <laughs> that money. I would very much like her. Zara is everything. The jaws, he, the, the shark and jaws. Yeah. Like the fucking Death Star. Let like just, just. Yeah. Just I, let just remake everything and let her do the voiceover for everything. I I want her show up. I want her to show up in a live at some point because a live action role in in the DCEU. Sure, because like I'm I'm here for that. But hear me out. In the meantime, make that money. So we remake yeah. the Hunt for Red October, but she gets to be the sub. So it's just her voice, just going <laughs> bong. <laughs> Bong. She could be like Alan Tudyk, where he does all the chicken. Right? Yeah. She yeah, could do all yeah, the it's, robot it's her, spaceships. Th- you stuff. know what? Fuck it. That's it. That's a dream team if I've ever seen one. Bong. Just right. <laughs> Zara <laughs> and Tudyk. <laughs> just right. Yeah. Just <laughs> her doing all the regular voices and him just being birds. <laughs> Zara is the voice of the spaceship in Lost in Space. Same fucking. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, so I I was watching the show like in the background and I was like, what the fuck? I recognize that voice. Yeah, you do. Sassany. And it was was she she was Lady Shiva, I think. Or uh yeah, I believe so. Yeah, she was Lady Shiva. And I was like, that's that sounds hell yeah. Husky and assassiny. Yeah, and it I does. looked it up on IMDB and there she is. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yep. Uh, so that's that's been a real treat. Big fucking swoon. <laughs> yeah. Swoon. Well done. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna see it, but I hope they do because genuinely fucking swoon and well done. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been a, a lot of fun to have. Um yeah, because everything else is pretty pretty rough. yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. Well, anyway, when she gets cast as the uh, as the sub in the new Humphrey Red October, <laughs> I'm not asking for a credit. But if just during some of the press release stuff, if you just mention, like, if you just look in the camera, you go, "Hey, Brandon, that's it. That's all I need. That's all I I need to know." I just <laughs> throw that out there. Yeah, but she's she's all over the DC uh, animated stuff. Get her in the live. Yes, and then get her on a Star War. Yes. Um, and then uh, she's already in a Marvel thing. Um, did you see there was a Good Morning America thing? They were doing a they're doing a Xandar theme park thing at like Universal or something like that. They have like a, a gal, um, Guardians of the Galaxy thing? Guardians of the Galaxy ride or something like that. Okay, cool. And and uh, Zara plays this uh, Xandarian like host to like welcome. Oh, nice. People. So one of the, the field reporter um interviewed Zara as her character in it. So like, and she's like a hologram in the, in the thing. So like, nice. she's got a DC thing. She's got a Marvel thing. She needs a star war thing. Yep. Make it happen. Somebody make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that, that's all I got. That's me. all I got. That's <laughs> all I got. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me. Uh, but yeah, let's go with this. Uh, Instagram uh, <laughs> at that guy Chalmers. Also for funsies, not for hookups, just for meeting good people. You can catch me on Farmers Only at your boy Brandon. Farmers Only? No, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> we were talking about like setting up. Here, a- how did that spur something? I. <laughs> We were we were joking about like setting up a climbing OnlyFans called like OnlySense. Oh and yes, it, <laughs> and it exists, right? No, but there is a there is a climbers. There's a dater. App. There's a dater. What is that called? Boulder, I think it was. Yeah, it was called Boulder, and our a friend of ours joined it just to see what it was like, and it's fucking useless because no one's posting pictures of themselves. They're just posting pictures of their sense. So it's them like halfway up a wall or like 
doing this other thing. And so you don't Good. know who you're looking Good. at. No, you're deciding who you're fucking based on what their V score is, Jamie. <laughs> I've never had a cleaner way to judge an athlete. Look, bottom line is, is if you're doing V6 or better, you are fuckable. Make no mistake about it. That means you have endurance. You can, you're quick in a moment. You can figure out a situation and you're not afraid to put your body at risk for a good time. That is for great taste. It tastes great together, Jamie. Like I can make a jambalaya out of those fucking ingredients is what I'm talking about. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm exactly. Sold. Right, I'm right. Sold. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't yeah. don't judge people for not wanting to take unnecessary selfies. Like, <laughs> plus, who do you? If you're on that app, how is that not the way you judge? That's like, true. Because the way you eye somebody in the fucking climbing gym is you're either on them and creeping up on them to try and show off next to them, yeah. or you are across the fucking gym watching them fucking just springboard their way up the thing doing a speed climb you're like god damn that person got gams in an ass for days i need to get myself closer That's i'm true. gonna accidentally throw my chalk bag halfway across the fucking gym <laughs> and apologize when it falls at their feet <laughs> hey can i can i buy you a sobe and some sun chips what's up how you doing <laughs> Oh my god! No, nah, it'd be like it'd be like a kombucha and an energy bar, some dumb. Whatever, shit. man. Like, look, I haven't had to really date in some time. All right, <laughs> my references are dated, but my intentions are clear. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, like I'm. <laughs> look, Jamie. What I'm talking about is, is I'm gonna go in to a convenience store and I'm going to get one of those weird Sobeys that kind of look like milk, but they're kind of fruit juice and everything Ooh, else like that. Yeah, yeah. And some harvest cheddar sun chips, my dude. Like I'm not getting cheap on you. No garden veggie for you. <laughs> I'm getting the real stuff. I'm health conscious, but also I want myself a snack. All right. God damn. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. God damn right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. God damn right I am. Yeah. Absolutely. You want someone who can outclimb out you and like yep, out yeah. I'm you. climbing into my 98 Civic firing crazy town, and it's gonna fucking <laughs> blast over two twelves because I know how to party in the year of 2001. And oh my god, yeah, yeah. You are my butterfly sugar baby. Now <laughs> go ahead and grab that Sobe life water and uh, come hop in the passenger seat. <laughs> We're going to do a so whole weird. lot of nothing and then wander around yeah. white marsh. Cause that's what kids did back then. White. God. Yeah. You're going to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got underglow on this fucking civic, Jamie. <laughs> We're going to hang out in the TGI Fridays parking lot and talk about life shit that don't matter. That's what <laughs> we're going to do. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm buying you the fucking uh, Fridays two for lunch, two for 20 dinner or whatever it is. Yeah. You're going to be debating your life choices when I end up buying you some sizzling chicken and cheese. I know that right. <laughs> You're like, wow, he tipped four whole dollars on that meal. He must be all right. He's doing okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I purposely didn't put on my limp biscuit CD for this day. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's see Jamie, that's the rule, right? You you go with the poppy shit first, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 then yeah, you yeah. move into a little like weedus or something like that just to see what the rock credentials are. Then date three, if they still seem like they're having a good time, all of a sudden you get like Driving out in the middle of nowhere, you hit the mix CD, but you know it's not really a mix CD, right? It's a changer. So in the changer, this number three, those your real jams, right? And <laughs> she gets settled in, and y'all got your hands held, and the sunroof's <laughs> open, and you're driving around, and all of a sudden you hear, ladies and gentlemen, chocolate starfish. And then she gives you a look of like, are we going to really fucking do this? And I give her a look like, oh, we are definitely going to fucking do this. <laughs> And if she tightens her grip, that's a keeper. Marry that woman. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How'd this start? 
I don't know. We're uh, Toby. That's how it's we're trying to say God goodbye. Right. We're trying to say goodbye. <laughs> you can find me wherever you can find me. I, I, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Goodbye. <laughs>